What's going on guys? It's your boy O'Day, the Jamaican sensation UFC flyweight, and I'm here with another awesome episode on the Wagwan podcast. And if you don't know what Wagwan means, it means what's going on. And I'm here with three amazing guest stars, Jordan, the Monkey King, Levitt. And his corners, Brandon Manoff. And Chris Ruffin. <laughs> oh, man. So what is up, guys? It is Friday. It's a four-day weekend, Easter weekend. Everybody keeps asking me what I'm doing for Easter. I'm like, I, I don't... It's, I'm sitting on my couch and watching Jesus movies, I guess. <laughs> yes. are, are, there, are there like a set number of or amount of jesus movies that you have or they do you have like a rotation of jesus movies that you pick i like the cartoons personally the the Yo. old jesus cartoons by man. dreamworks yes i respect those, that all right, right? Yeah. Were, man as a kid those cartoons man they just brought tears to my eyes he was such a good man <laughs> no but i don't have any family here so you know everyone's always like what are you doing for easter i'm like is this how all those single people feel when they ask about valentine's day because that's how i feel about easter right now i'm like i got no family here people are like what are you doing for easter i'm like I'm doing nothing. <laughs> I'm finally getting to decorate eggs. My my kids too now. So now oh, I'm oh, time. Shit. oh, congratulations! <laughs> oh yeah, I'm so excited about That's that. That's amazing. He's uh, when did he turn two? She turned two in January. She's sorry. Yeah, yeah. January what? January. 28. Oh, I thought you were gonna say ninth. I was like, "That's my birthday." <laughs> <laughs> Anytime someone says January, I'm like, "January what?" <laughs> That's awesome though. Um, where are you guys doing it at the house? Yep. Man. At the house I bought recently. So, are you the only here, black here, person here, here. in Pahrump? That was a very good question. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I've seen older black fellas, but I have not seen a black person my age or younger since I've been there. Why? It's about four months in. And how long? Oh, four, you just said four months in. You've been living in Pahrump for four months. Hey, the, real question. Have you seen anybody your age in Pahrump? Did you call them fellas? Well, <laughs> how old are you? It's, it's too early for me to say what I would say. Uh, oh, but, oh. <laughs> no! And what was that? I, we'll see. We'll, we'll okay. see it later. All right. Wait, but, yeah, warmed up for yeah, you. I only see people okay. my age at church. I don't see anyone around my age. Like, perhaps just a retirement city. Yeah, with white people and, which, some, and prostitution, know. which is crazy because it's like mm. a retirement city where prostitution is legal. So if you're all the retire. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. Let this me take is... my pill real quick and head up to the Bunny Ranch. You know? <laughs> if you're going to retire, you heard it here first. Retire as a prostitute in Pahrump, mm. Nevada. That just that doesn't sound sanitary. No, I mean, it's the 21st century. You can do whatever you want nowadays. I guess. There's a king for everything. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Oh, man. So talk to me about this last fight. I love it how you guys walked out to, was it, uh, what's the song you guys walked grind out to? Grind with me. Grind with me. You guys were all dancing to grind with me. That was hilarious. You guys... <laughs> the most greatest, cringiest walkout ever that I loved so much. What I was... I want to see it every time. Where, where was the cringe? Yeah, I don't that shit was fly as hell. Oh gosh! Somehow the best I found part, rhythm. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> he just it, it was it was like it was like the no, hey wait wait the pinnacle. Hey, don't I, get me no 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 no. I'm saying cringe in a way that I liked it. 
It was a, it's a good cringe. Good cringe. Yes. That's it was a new a, phrase. It was a yeah. good cringe. Uh, I yeah, loved I mean, it. We, we had a TikTok that said, hey, you, you get, everyone needs hype men like these. Yeah. yeah. Jordan right. Jordan owns saying. the good cringe, man. You got the the Henry Cejudo. That's the like the uh, the bad cringe. See, I got... don't try to be cringy. <laughs> yeah. This is who I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was a cool kid. I mean, I guess I still am a cool kid. Cause you're, you're wearing a dashiki? Like, so I th I'd say you're in the cool kid range. I'm pretty you know black. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty fly. I'm fly. We cool. Yeah. <laughs> he is where I like that. That, that was for like street that. cred, everybody. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody saw Jordan Levitt's uh, uniform for after his fight, man, he was fly. He had on. Pimping. Yeah, mm -hmm. man. The, the, the elevator boots. Oh, man. He was doing the thing. Doing the damn thing. I did not see that fight ending how it did, though. I will say this. I thought you were going to, like, uh, wrestle him and submit him. I did not see knee to the face KO. <laughs> that was like... <laughs> they saw it. I didn't see it. I predict he... What did I, hey, I put up an Instagram post that morning. I said, the world's expecting to see a grappling specialist. I know it won't. Yeah, it's, it's, something, it's something that we had pretty much seen. Call me Mystic Black, because I predict <laughs> these things. <laughs> 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 Call me Mystic Black. I predict these things. <laughs> so <clears throat> tell me about your guys' training session. I know you guys have your own thing that you guys do at the PI where you guys implement your own training sessions. How, tell me about how that, how does that, how did you guys come to have this group and make it work so well for this fight? There, there was a lot of prayer involved. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> yo. Yeah, I'll have that. Like, they have more of the details, but. Anyone who would look at it from the outside were like, well, this is bound to fail, you know? And which is, I prayed about it. I felt so good about it. My wife and me prayed about it. She felt good about it. But I'll, I'll let Manoff explain the yeah. whole circumstances of everything. Yeah, so first off, this was really, really dumb. I can't believe we did this. but And it was absolutely insane. But so I'll start off from the beginning. Basically, uh, you know, the three of us have known each other for years. We've mm -hmm. trained Me and Chris... Uh, I started at Syndicate from day one. We've known each other forever, so we all fight as amateurs together. And our careers went different ways, but mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the day, we've been boys forever. And uh, I moved away for a couple of years to Factory X in mm -hmm. Denver, which is, in my opinion, mm -hmm. I'll say it publicly, I think it's the best MMA gym in the world by mm -hmm. far. Uh, but my time there got cut short. I moved back to Vegas. And uh, you know, I moved back in July, so a few weeks mm -hmm. before Jordan's fight. So we didn't have a lot of time to work uh, yeah. and train together before the uh, Patty fight. But... You know, I, I knew there was some like there really good energy there between me and him training, and I knew there was yeah. there was something special. We just didn't have enough time to explore it there, so we went, fought Patty, yeah, came back, and then we would be drilling, and we kind of look at each other and we're like, you know, I kind of want a little bit more. You know, <laughs> the like, stepbrothers. Did we just become best friends? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we would be drilling in class, and we'd just be like, you know, I, I feel like I feel like I kind of want more. Like I want to do something a little bit better. Like, mm. and so we kind of talked about it. And we thought about it. we came up with just a ridiculous idea. We're like, well, let's just go to the PI, right? And yeah. We'll just we'll just drill the PI and, and kind of do, you know, kind of figure out our own way. And so mm -hmm. we started to the three of us, and that's how it started. We started one day a week, then it went to two days a week, then it went to three days a week eventually, <laughs> and. Over that time, I had a fight. Uh, I made my pro debut, finally, after like six years of waiting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I finally made my pro debut, and it didn't go as planned for a lot of reasons. Mm -hmm. um, and then when Jordan got offered a fight, he, he got offered his uh, fight against Victor about mm -hmm. 10 weeks out or so, if I remember right. And we kind of, you know, decided arbitrarily. It was it kind of was one of those things where it was like Jordan just, you know, mm intrinsically trusted us to run his camp for him and yeah. i'm like this is insane yeah because i i was the i was thinking the same thing the whole world was thinking who 
is in Jordan's corner. And then I saw you guys. I was like, oh, okay. I, I mean, I see you guys all the time. So I thought that was normal, you know, because I see you guys together all the time. But uh, <clears throat> I didn't know who you were going to have in your corner. And then I saw you guys. I was like, all right, okay. Eh, that's, that's expected. Yeah, but the whole world was like, who are they? But, but it's not, it's not, <laughs> it, it shouldn't have been expected. Like, it was insane legitimately because... Yeah. You know, it was like the three. It was like three dudes training out of a garage, right? Are yep. we the, are we yep. the amigos? The three yes, the tres amigos. Yes, like, the, we, wrong amigos. No, 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 no. I don't know if I showed my color there, but maybe. But, uh, but yeah, so we were basically like three buddies training in a garage, right? The difference mm -hmm. is, is we were training. You know, we we're essentially training Jordan to for a UFC fight now. This fight was, I, I realized the importance of this fight. I mean, I understand the UFC, how they do business and everything. I, I looked at this fight as Jordan fighting for his job, too. Yes. Right? And this was against a guy. Every that, fight is like fighting for your job in the UFC. That's one of the things that people don't understand is that they can cut you at any time. Yeah. Uh -huh. At any time. Every fight is fighting. And I, I'm glad you said that. You know, I'm glad you, you looked at it that way. Oh, that's, that's very important. A hundred percent I did. I mean, from the get-go. Because I could tell, like, you know, they, they, they put Jordan against Patty because they wanted to build Patty up. Mm -hmm. Jordan lost. Mm -hmm. And then now they're like, all right, well, we'll give you one more. And we're going to give you a debut guy. And, 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 you know, realistically, on their end, it's either way is fine. Like, if Jordan wins, they can build him up. And yep. if Victor wins, he's, he won his debut fight. He can yep. go on the way up, right? Yeah. But never lose. He, was, he was a legitimate prospect. I mean, he was, a set, he was on a seven-fight win streak and won nine out of his last ten. With his only loss there being a close split decision to a UFC vet, actually a guy that fought on the same night, Eric Gonzalez. Yeah. You know, striker, durable kid, um, out of a great gym at Fortis <laughs> MMA. And uh, at the time, I mean, depending on which MMA publication you looked at, they were saying Fortis MMA was the gym of the year for 2021 or 2022 or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was, it was yeah. a massive challenge. But, you know, I, I looked at it and I was like, well, this is, this is how I looked at it. Because I, I think Jordan's MMA career is cool. Obviously, I'm a fan. I'm, a, I'm his friend, yeah. right? But more importantly, this is how he supports his family. Yeah, and for sure. When I when I look at his family, when I look at his wife and his daughter, mm -hmm. and I'm like, I can't let them go without. You know, I can't because yeah. I I grew up as a poor kid. I grew up without my dad being around, and mm -hmm. you know, I didn't want Jordan to have to take some dumb job to have to like maintain a life. So he bought a car, mm -hmm. he bought a house, and like you know, if he gets cut from the UFC, he could still fight. But then he has to like it, yeah, it becomes make ends meet to yeah. find. Um, you know, the right measurements for his house, his car, his family, and he's got to do this and that and the other thing, which is a whole nother ball game when you've dedicated your whole life to fighting and now you got to do something different to make ends meet. So I'm glad yeah. you, that you saw all that, man. But, but it's not even that he has to do something different just like outside of fighting. It's the fact that he wouldn't be around for his kid as much, mm. you know, because that's what I see. Like, Amazing. I understand the significance of having a father around as you're growing yeah. up and it, it's, it's night and day. It, it's, it's imperative that it's there. And so I saw it as that. And so... When, when Jordan trusted us with the fight camp, like I, I felt like it was time to take a leadership role mm -hmm. in, in, in controlling things. And what prepared me the best for that was, you know, being very observant, watching everybody at Factory X, because um, they, they really are the best gym in the world. I mean, all the plugs in the world, guys, but seriously, you're yeah, the best gym in the world. To, and so <clears throat> Shout out to them, man. So, uh, so all I did was I brought what made me more successful at Factory X and the, the little intrinsic details, the, mm. the attention, the love, the directness, the, the ferocity in training. Yeah. Um, I brought that. And, and over, the, over the Jordan's fight camp, you know, we saw a huge jump in what he was doing. And you know, the main thing that I was emphasizing, because again, I'm not going to sit here and try to Coach Jordan on technique. He's brilliant. He's far better than me at any of that, right? But I, I, I provided him with some leadership and some, some basically just some attention and be like, hey, Minson, man, like we can't train nice anymore. Yeah. Like, we can't. Yeah. Because it's in, it, <clears throat> at, at, 
you know, we, we had a we had a history of, of being too nice to our training partners, and it's nice in the training room, you know, it's, it, it creates a fun environment, but at the same oh, time, it's like, you almost said it. We'll edit it out. We have a history, we have had a history of being too nice as, as to our training partners. Mm -hmm. I said, listen, Jordan, for this fight, like, we got to go. Like, you know, there were, I, at one point, I took about five weeks off of sparring, so yeah. I could sit there and coach Jordan at every sparring round. And I was even like, I was giving him financial incentives to get to to drop his training partners. So like, here's fifty bucks. <laughs> I'll give you fifty bucks. All you gotta do is drop somebody to the body. I, like, I yo, felt guilty. We, we, I felt guilty, uh, even though I get, get paid to drop them. I, did you get? I, did no, you no, 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 no. We, we tried to. We really, really tried to kill that guilty feeling. Yes. Because we were. Um. He would like elbow me in the head or some yeah. shit and then be like oh i'm sorry and then i'd smack him for saying that's sorry good. no and then i'd be like none of that sorry what is sorry no no that's not you <laughs> you know so. you're absolutely right man because you cannot bring a punch buggy to the speedway you just can't do it you yeah. know when you train light for your camp you're gonna fight light in the cage you can't do that 100%. you have to train hard you have to have hard goals you have to have none of this you know touch button the park shit you gotta <laughs> No, I'm, I'm being sorry. that serious. You gotta, you gotta be able to train hard in that. You know what I mean. You owe me it's... some brain cells. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, you, you gotta be able to train hard because what you do in the room is how you're gonna perform mm -hmm. on fight nights. Yeah, you know, and the reason why a lot of guys don't perform on fight night is because and girls is because they don't go hundred percent in the room mm -hmm. you have to give that a hundred but you have to have at least at least twice a week where you're going hard you yeah. know what i mean none of this like i said man this touch button the park shit no you got you got to go you got to know you what you're to. capable of and you have to know what you can take you have to you know it, it just it, for the confidence to be there so uh mm -hmm. so jordan, over jordan's sparring sessions and mm -hmm. and over the work that we did he was getting a lot more vicious in the uh, in every training session and then once we got to fight week, it was a uh, it was an interesting experience because um, that's when I started to you know for whatever reason on my phone on Instagram whatever all the things were popping up. I was like oh four to seven days the gym and then blah 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 safe zone and all this stuff. I'm like oh my god and and I think I left a pretty important part out of this. I had never cornered anybody in, at <laughs> no. any level. <laughs> I had never cornered uh, anybody at any level yeah. before this, <clears throat> and <laughs> it was insane for me to be in this position. But I was here and I couldn't mess it up. And right. shout out to Jordan for trusting you enough. And I, well, I, I didn't. I, I, I didn't do... tell him that till afterwards. But yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> my answer would have been the same if I would have known because I prayed well, about it. Yeah. But after they told me, he's like, "Oh yeah, that was my first time cornered." I was like, "Word, like, word. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious." Yeah, too, uh, <laughs> I would have lost. Would have been a man. You guys, be uh, fair. You got some good people. You got some good people. It's in your still corner, man. Kind of really, funny, really good. Because uh, a lot of coaching and having a corner is is about the energy that you're with. You have to have good energy and good warm up partners in the back with you. Because mm -hmm. you're about to go out to fight somebody in a cage in 30 minutes. You got to have mm -hmm. everything right. Everything has to flow. Everything has to piece together. You know, if the energy is not right with who you're with, you're not going to go out there with the correct energy. So mm -hmm. I commend I, you for trusting them. I actually, um, one of the things, so not to not to completely cut you off. No, it's fine. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> Let it go. Um, so <laughs> one of the things that um, I felt I brought to the table was I'm the probably one of the least experienced mm -hmm. professionals that like ended up in yeah. these high level situations because yeah. this this fight wasn't my first time cornering Jordan. Uh -huh. Shout out to Dr. Octagon for like Doc Oc. Doctor Doctor Octagon, yeah. <laughs> um and like 
he was able to like help me save up the money for the ticket mm -hmm. um to go to england because i was in england for the patty fight and mm -hmm. that was like the absolute batshit most insane 72 hours i think i've ever because it's like i flew in <laughs> yeah um and you have jet lag yeah. i don't know where i am yep. um lance is sending me on like expeditions to like can you find this man some gluten-free food? I'm like, Lance, I don't know where I am right now. <laughs> well, I got to go with Chris Curtis. So he's got to um, eat. I'm like, I guess he does have to eat. So <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Jordan's allergic to everything. Yeah. True. yeah. So <laughs> I'm, in the, I'm in the middle of the ghetto in England. Or what was described to the ghetto of me. I don't think it was the ghetto. They were just other Caribbeans. <laughs> right. <that's laughs> anyway. like, so, it so, was, so it was just a normal. Yes, reunion. it was just it was it was yeah. like a family reunion. It okay. Was great. Yeah. I had I had locks at the time. Everybody, you know. Yeah, and you cut. You, you know. You know what? Sorry. Yeah, I lost all my powers. Anyway, um, so just, that wasn't. Huh? No, never mind. I was gonna say something inappropriate, but it's okay. No, no. Please. I was gonna ask if your credit score uh, went up. After it you. did. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have the Credit Sesame app. Yeah. So after you yeah. cut your locks, your credit yeah, they score were like, was what like, the. Oh my God! It's Jason Bourne. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that and like I have a couple other like was that your debut for Matt Wyman? Yeah. He, so he, Chris is corner of three UFC fights. Yeah. So I'm and and, I, and some of those were when I was an amateur as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, okay, I'm legitimately here. I know they're smarter people in the technique aspect for mm -hmm. me, but what I've picked up from like people like. King Dave. Yes. You know King Dave. Yep. Um, shout out to King Dave. Um, what I picked up from people stop like the violence. Them, stop the stop the bleeding. Dana. <laughs> Dana. <laughs> anyway, so, sorry, go ahead. So um like a lot of um what's that? Like just getting you going mentally. Mm -hmm. Because there were a lot of times where I feel like he's not one of these people who you can just like um like, hey. Just go do this. And yes. then he's like, uh, okay. Yeah. It's like, but you can kind of, um, mm -hmm. I don't know. Did you grow up nerdy? No. <laughs> All right, whatever. Whatever. I didn't want to just call nerdy. you out like that. I so am, I, I am AG nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, king of the nerds, whatever. Books right. <laughs> last year. Hey. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, hey. but so. Jordan, Jordan reads. Look at him. He's got a face that reads. Look at that face. Remember that Boondocks episode where they like congratulated him? Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulating me for reading. Yay, uh, son. You're doing that reading and shit, son. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, as someone who also grew up pretty like nerdy, I was a ner nerdy little fat kid. Yeah. I knew how to get into that zone. Mm -hmm. And so I thought that was one of the ways like hey he, you don't have to completely hurt the guy that's what the referee what, is for yeah we like chris and me had this mantra he had me practicing it before every like practice mm -hmm. he's like this what's our job i'm like you gotta make him quit it's like who's there to save him like the ref i'm like i'm like and he could do what i'm like he could quit anytime he wants and every day just tell him like make him quit break him he's gonna yeah. get safe you're not gonna hurt him oh, i might but you know like it's not yeah. my fault i do <laughs> yeah. hurt him and i yeah. walked out there and I still feel a little guilty, it, <laughs> but not nearly as guilty as I would have felt like when I first knocked out the guy. I was right. crying, you know. Uh, well, that was that, I don't think anyone was prepared for that, <laughs> and, um, because it's like from from the outside looking in. Yeah. Like I need your point of view on this too, because it's so like from the fighter itself, mm -hmm. but from the outside looking in, it was just like, oh wow, this is so this is so nerve wracking. Yeah. Okay, okay, my, <laughs> my boy's in there. What's happening? My boy's in there, and he's about to. And then I slammed him. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> Jordan slams on his head. And then, <laughs> like a and fly then, swatter. <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> and then, so not only did not only did that happen, but yeah. they had us walk into the cage Over as Matt White was still asleep. <laughs> and so we're just it's it was like a funeral wake. I'm, I'm Matt Wyman. I love you, man. I, it, it was it was terrifying. It was terrifying for me, man. I was just a corner guy. Anyway, so it's like we're walking over Matt Wyman and we're like, yeah, that nigga's dead. And then um, Jordan's like, what? Oh. <laughs> Ah, uh, <laughs> uh. and I start, and you know, I started bawling. You know, I never knocked out someone before in my life. I'm like, started crying. I started hugging my cornerman, and they're like, "Commercial break! Commercial break!" You know, <laughs> <laughs> and so cut, cut, you know, and they cut, and they come back. I'm all hugging his wife. It's like a happy moment. It was not a happy moment. <laughs> like I'm all like crying in the corner, like, "Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Like, I killed Is him. he okay?" And like. Like, it's fine. I'm fine. I'm gonna go hug his wife. I'm gonna go talk to his wife. I'm gonna give her a hug. He's like, don't do that. Do not talk to his wife. And I like, you know, I'm like, no, I'm talking to her. And like, security person gets in my way. I'm like, I'm like, I just want to talk to her. Just, and like, kind of thought about it all hesitantly. What, what the He's hell like, was the security guy gonna do? Right? <laughs> Did you just factory reset a man? Like, <laughs> so anyway, go ahead. And then the security moves out of the way, and then I'm like, I'm so sorry. You know, a little hug. Looked good on the TV, but Here in we... the moment, it was horrifying. It was not good. I hope that never happened. Can... Don't bring your wife in the corner, damn it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I love. You my think girl. that was worse that he brought his wife in the corner? Yeah. It's oh. much worse. Oh, much worse. Wait, what makes it much worse that you bring the wife in the corner? Unless you're Mike Perry, no. Like, <laughs> you watch your. You, you watch what makes your it? Love, you what watch... makes it that bad that the wife is in the corner? It's like manipulating me as a good person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna want to murder you. And take like, it's it's easy to take food out of your children's mouth with their children and the family is not there. But when they're there and like if she's like if his wife was at home, like she'd yeah. be watching it on TV, like you turn off the TV, like, oh turn it off, Rufus. I can't look at this one moment. But Rufus. she was there, they're hearing like, You okay? You know where you're at? Like she's there for all of it. Oh, That's man. a horrible, horrible there, thing. It was like, I love my girlfriend to death. Love my girl Tiana, you're the best. You're never cornering me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. I can't have my girlfriend corner me. Like, um, I think she's come to. She's come to a. I fought in Mesquite, Nevada. Mm. So she was G enough to like after work, like show up to that. Yeah. And then it's just like, well, now, now I extra can't. Now I extra can't have anything happen. Like, no, I gotta. Like, I got the TKO, but it was yeah. just like, I was just like, did my girlfriend say? <laughs> Did my girlfriend see that? Okay, we're good. I'm gonna go home now. That's how I felt about. That's how I felt about my mom. Like, my mom has been to one fight, and I was the most anxious I've ever been. And I and I remember me. It reminded me why I don't have my mom come to my fights. And after that fight, I'm like, you're never coming to a single. And I won in like the first round. I was like, you're never coming to a single fight ever again. You could hear her the whole time. Yes, yeah. and I could feel her energy too. I could feel how anxious she was as I was as I'm walking out. You know, you're walking out and you're fucking confident as shit. You're doing the swag. You're getting ready to get in there, and you look over and you see your mom like shaking, and you're like, God damn it! I- <laughs> <laughs> damn it, man! Right. All my swag went out the window. Right. <laughs> see, my mom's hood. Like, my mom's a G. So like, I'll be fine. She'll be like, hit him. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, ma. You know, like, it was 
<laughs> Why are you quitting? Why are you tired? I'm like, you're right, mom. Why am I tired? Like, my, mom, like, my mom's scaring me. <laughs> my other corner, they're all like talking. Okay, buddy, you're looking good. She's like, why are you hitting him? Ah, ah, just screaming, freaking out. That, like, that makes a lot of sense. What's crazy is that your mom has... positively to that. I'm just yeah. saying. Sorry, continue. No, I was going to say, what's crazy is that your mom has red hair. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, I can't, it's, I can't see any woman with red hair be like, hit him! <laughs> No, my mom's a thug. Yeah, <laughs> Shout you out to you need to meet more Irish chicks in that case. Yeah. My yeah. mom's the blackest thing about my upbringing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Lord have mercy. <laughs> oh, man. I love it, man. I love it. So, um, you guys are at Extreme now, full time? Yes. How is that going? <laughs> We're like two weeks in. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm very happy. It's like when you get a new toy, it's like, oh, that's super exciting. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be some things that maybe like, oh, we don't like this. But right now, I, I like love everything about it. Yeah. Some of my old friends that, you know, were at Syndicate but moved over to Couture, I get to see them again. <laughs> it's like, I miss my friends. Yeah, You man. know, I got to Syndicate when I was 18. Mm -hmm. And like, so I was a kid and I got to grow up. I got to, like, I left Syndicate when I was like 27. Mm -hmm. And now I'm prime, now I'm at Couture and, and we train and do our own thing at the PI. But I see all my people I grew up with. That's awesome, man. So that's awesome. It's not too big of a culture shock because it's like as I was at Syndicate, people were like kind of moving on, mm -hmm. and now it's like I'm back to kind of like my roots in a way. So yeah, that's amazing, and I think it's amazing that you have good people around you. I said that before. When you have a good corner, you know, you got uh, Brandon and Chris who you've known for a while, and they got such good energy. You know what I'm saying? And that's I think people overlook what fighting is about, right? People are like, oh, you got to have this world class person that's telling you everything you know it has nothing to do with the person that is in your corner is only telling you what to do it's up to you to do what they're telling you and if their energy isn't on point with you then it's not gonna work it's not gonna work so man keep doing what you're doing man i, I love i love this energy i love this vibe i love what you guys are all doing man it's great i, I want to see look I hope we get to fight on another card together, man. That was that was that so was much fun. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. You were you were the fight before. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that was crazy. Thanks to, thanks to your nut shot. Like, <laughs> a lot more time. It's like extra <laughs> five minutes, everybody. <laughs> That's what I was thinking after the guy kicked me in the nuts. I was like, oh shit. Okay, at least Jordan gets more time now. <laughs> <laughs> but and we have to thank because it wasn't just the kids running the circus. Neil Melanson also came in the last month of our camp, and Neil Melanson's been like my longtime grappling coach. Yeah. And the entire time he was just like, well, this is a very interesting experience. You know, like <laughs> when I walked to the grind on grind with me, he was all like, ah. Oh. Oh. So like in the background, you see them dancing, but you see yeah. like just Neil, like nip, nipples up. Chest high. Like nipples down. Like who's this guy like walking really slow? He's like not in the frame. Just, like, <laughs> he's like not dancing to us, but he was also the adult in the room the last month or so. <laughs> but Gotta have one of those. Yeah. We need Shout out to Neil, yeah. man. He's like, what the hell is going on? You know, I love fighting with teammates or people that I know because we all we all want we want we all want the same goal. You know what I'm saying? We all are on the same mission and we can help each other get through those certain ups and downs of the anxiety because I have so much anxiety sometimes, fight week, you know what I mean? The only time I don't have anxiety is when I'm walking into the cage. Then I'm I'm calm as a cucumber. But oh, fight week, I'm just like, oh, man, it's so much going on. All the, you know, oh, man, if I get knocked out in front of my friends, if I lose, then, you know, I might get cut and this and that. Man, as soon as I walk into the cage, I'm good. I'm like, yep. man, I'm about to 
Mm. <laughs> I'm about to crunch this dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Get folded like a lawn chair. <laughs> I think that's the F you were looking for. The, the, yeah. So the main thing that we really wanted to bring to Jordan's fight was mm -hmm. just like to, to remove him as much from that as possible. And I, I think that, you know, Chris played a vital role in this because Chris is just a vibe. I mean, this guy is the best. But, uh, you know, it was I had never seen a fight week where it was just the three of us cutting weight. Yeah. And uh, Jordan was a raisin. Like, I mean, he was he was on the verge of death and we were having so much fun. He lost track of time. That's awesome. like it was like two in the morning. He's like, oh, I got to go to bed. I got to make weight tomorrow morning. Like we were just having a blast. Yeah. You know, and then like the night before his fight, we were hanging out and we were actually. <laughs> <laughs> poor Drew Dober. Bro, Drew, poor Drew Dober. Oh, my God. Man, shout out to Drew Dober, man. He's he's. You that guy not is fast amazing. Oh, yeah, that was, <laughs> what a nice just, guy. We're just filling nonsense and sending it to him. <laughs> <laughs> we were literally like, we were literally absolving him from any guilt over his uh, his little Instagram snafu, which was hilarious. <laughs> if, you didn't, if you didn't see that, you need to see that. I have not. Oh, have not. Yo, the last the last thing I heard is Drew Dober only fights black people. Yes. Oh, well, yeah. that's that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of the gist of it, the video. It started because he was doing an Instagram like an Instagram live, and they're like, "How do you feel about knee grows?" And he's like, "Knee grows." Yeah, I don't like those. All the injuries <laughs> like, suck. Like, but they had their clip, you know? <laughs> yeah, they yeah. So they, so they it, set my man Drew Dober up with that. And yeah. it was so bad, too, because he fought nothing but black dudes for like the last year. So they had a bunch <laughs> of clips of him just dusting people. Like, that's how I learned about Mario Judah. That was because of that. That's what everybody put the music to. And so we were, we were filming Dober, nonsense like the night Dober. before Jordan's fight. Oh. We, were, we were just having a blast. And then his, uh, his actual fight day... <laughs> We were having so much fun that, like, as the ref was giving the the rules meeting, we were he was just like, "Man, I appreciate you guys so much for having fun." Like, everybody's always just so blunt, and we're like, "Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what we do." Yeah, we're I getting he Jordan, had a flat Jordan's top. getting his hair picked. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a and it was in February, so it was a mo oh, black moment, black, black, black history, history. You know what I'm saying? We had right. Tate wrapping my hands, mm -hmm. yeah. Chris picking my hair, and like, Tate's like Negro spirituals uh, happening mm -hmm. in the background. <laughs> in the world. I was like, oh, Tate fought before you. Yeah, like yeah. that is that's, that's it's just that's, black excellence. Yeah, you know what man, I'm saying? for real. I was legitimately like Nancy Pelosi in the background, just taking a knee, just like. <laughs> 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 black excellence. <Yeah. laughs> I told Tate, I'm like, if he starts talking Black History Month in the middle of the cage, I'm just gonna be on one knee, just. <laughs> and then Crispus attacks in 1875. No, yeah, I'm just kidding. And then you went out there and just kneed the dude in the head and KO'd him with with like a couple knees, and it was done. Couldn't have put a better stamp on it, like. Exactly. That was ooh, that was great, man. Did you did you um. Did you, were you victorious in your fight because you were slightly darker during Black I was. History Month? I okay. was, man. It, 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 look, it... <laughs> <laughs> it was the haircut, too. That helps. Oh, man, for real. For real. You guys got the swag, man. I love it. I love it because what's funny is that there's so many nerdy nerdy black guys out there. You know, Shout out to Chris Curtis. You know what I'm saying? And I think you guys get... Oh, you give the you and Chris Curtis, you know, you set this... And you got... Um, even Izzy, Izzy is Izzy's like a nerd, you know, anime nerd, you know, and, and they set the stage because there's so many black nerds in the shadows, like, oh, yeah. in the shadows. And when Izzy came out to the scene and did the fucking, the Naruto shit, there were, the black nerds was like, yo, this is our time. <laughs> <laughs> the black nerds came out in force, He's man. the one, he's Neo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, oh, man. And then Jordan, man, it's like, you know, so many people that were outcast in high school that never felt like they belonged to anybody you know and i think jordan gives a, a a big stage to those people and i love that i love it i love it i love it because 
we've gotten so cookie cutter from however long up until 2015. When 2015 hit, when 2016, 17, 18, 19 hit, people were just like, yeah, man, look, we go, we're different and we like it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yo, there's a part of me that like low key misses the days where, um, MMA was like tap out. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Part of me misses it just because of like nostalgia, and I was just like a teenager, like whoa, I could never. We do were that. different. We weren't part of the mainstream. Yeah. You know? like, so. oh, I watched UFC, like oh, like, like you fight UFC, barbaric. like when people didn't like yeah. understand the terminology. Yeah. It was cool. My, my mom legitimately thought for years that somebody died at the end of the match, and I'm like, mom, what the hell would that? Why would that be a sanctioned thing? Like, <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Your mom so, thought people died at the yeah, end. Yeah, she was just like, so did somebody like get killed? Or, and then it's like, I was telling, I was telling my girlfriend the other day, um, mm. because she saw the Chris Weidman, um, uh, was it Uriah Me? Hall? Thing? Oh yes, she thing. Broke his, broke and his... she was like watching a reel, mm. and she was like. Hoo! I don't like this. <laughs> so I was like, let me tell you a story. How does your mom feel about you fighting? Uh, it, it ties into the story. Okay. Um, so, um, <laughs> so one of the first like fights that I was like, hey, ma, let's, okay, let's, let's have a ball mm-hmm. and let's watch this. I think it was like 17 or 18 mm-hmm. at the time. It was Anderson Silva versus Chris Weidman mm-hmm. where he snapped his leg and she was just like, i'm gonna go get something to eat now i I don't want to watch this anymore so so um other than that honestly my my parents have been my parents and like immediate family Mm -hmm. and also my girlfriend's family so Mm -hmm. shout out to y'all up in canada um They've been very, very supportive, um, but it didn't come with it. It didn't come yeah. without its like, yeah. it, this is word follies. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't come without any of that Yeah, because it was like, okay, I was a decently smart kid. I was a, on the wrestling team in high school and stuff like that and doing like freestyle. I mean, of course you were smart. Time. You just used the word follies. So yeah. That's true. Okay. Mm-hmm. There we go. All right. Mm-hmm. I'll be reading books. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and they, they thought for sure I was like, just going to be, just going to be an academic success yeah and so they were like you're going to college to wrestle (laughs) all right bud like they were like are you sure you want to do this i'm like yes are you sure you want to do this and then um i went to two different colleges while i was at a juco Mm -hmm. um that's when that season like i knew i wanted to fight i had fought once before but Mm -hmm. i wasn't like completely like 10 toes in yeah and then um i remember that season of the ultimate fighter with khalil roundtree versus Corey hendrix and i'm like i know those guys (laughs) and i'm like yo that's so cool and i'm like and then i saw khalil's like backstory because it was like very very similar to mine so um I was like, I wait, I used to be a fat kid. Oh, wow. <laughs> wait, so you could just you could just be built like this? Like after you just fight Yeah, I gotta go fight now. So I called my mom and I'm like, Ma, I'm coming back to Vegas and I'm gonna start training. And she's like All right, well, <laughs> as long as you get your shit together. Uh, so um so like it, it didn't come without its yeah. um, pushback I get because that. they were like they were just concerned <laughs> for my well being. They were like, "You won't? Can you keep up a job and still fight?" I'm like, "Yes, I can still keep up a job and still fight." Mm-hmm. Well, aren't you gonna be able to? Aren't you scared of like getting hurt? And then it's yeah. like it was almost trying to convince my You're like family. I'm gonna hurt them. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's trying to convince my I'm family the that I was good at this. Yeah, and then it's like the 
Also, one amateur fight my mom comes to, the one lost to Dion Clash. Yeah, so. <laughs> Damn it, Dion. Damn it, Dion. <laughs> he had, you know, the funny thing about that fight what was that I didn't have dreads at the time. He had like dreads at the time. He beat you. Yeah, he See? beat me. You He's like, forgotten the face yo, of your ancestors. I'm, yo, like, it was like fighting, like, he grabbed me. Mm-hmm. It was like you could hear the Negro spirituals in the back. It was like, hmm. I'm like, God, no. Oh, no. I'm in the air. <laughs> so <laughs> it was, that was not a – I was, like, not there mentally, and I have this big-ass black dude. Like, oh, oh, God, you have my neck. Ne- oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you Samson's yourself. Exactly. Oh, my God. He was. It was like fighting John Henry after uh, beating down the fucking – William Knight. <laughs> William Knight. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, uh, so, I, I want to go home now. <laughs> so, Jordan, how does your mom feel about you fighting? Well, now she feels pretty damn cool about it because I'm in the UFC. Yeah. But I remember the f- first time. So, like, I was working full time as, like, a banquet worker and a busboy at the Palazzo. And I was, like, training, you know, like, a few times a week. And then I got my first fight scheduled. And I was super excited to tell my mom because she was really supportive of the wrestling and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Mom. I'm going to fight. And she's like, you don't know how to fight. What are you going to do? Pin him? And I was like, mom, like, I've been training for a few years. Like, I, I, I could win it several ways, you know? And she's yeah. like, okay, we'll go, you know, but just be careful. You better yeah. not lose, you know? <laughs> and my, my, my parents own a business. Yeah. And I remember before my first fight, my stepdad was trying to tell me, he's like, so we have this one coworker. I want, I'm going to pay him $100. You guys are going to have a fist fight at the office. And I'm like, why the hell do we do that? And he's like, because you got to get your first fight out of the way. Your yeah. first fight can't be in front of a bunch of people. What if you lose? What if you get scared? And I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to beat up one of your employees for $100. That's so funny. I did not know that. That's so funny. No, it's, Sorry, it was so That's ghetto. hilarious. It was Just so like, ghetto. hey, beat up this dude in the parking lot right quick to see dude. if you ready, ready. <laughs> okay, the worst, part, the worst part was like, I was down for it. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And luckily he backed out. You know, I wasn't going to do some sketchy man dingo fight, you know. But... <laughs> My first fight what's ever. That, what's that? What's that? In, oh, what's that movie called? Django. Uh, Django and Chain. Uh, keep Did fighting, niggas. <laughs> first cigarette in his hand. Oh, yeah, my mom thought, why the camera just zoom in on me? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. look like the guy. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we have slave owner Brandon Bainall. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, y'all might get me canceled on this. Or <laughs> the best views you've ever had. Por que no nos dos? You want the rewards, you got to go for the risk, bro. <laughs> this video will I, not be monetized. I do want the orange. I do want the <laughs> It'll come back like, yeah, so uh, we got to cancel you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen here, Mr. Osborne. <laughs> Mr. Osborne, we got to cancel you. <laughs> you done gone too far. Just move your podcast to Rumble. It'll be fine. Oh, okay, that's, yeah, cool. that's true. But yeah, right. My family is really supportive now but mm-hmm. at first i remember about four months before i made it to the ufc i had one of my uncles and i'm not gonna, I'm not gonna name him but basically he was like jordan you're like you're doing really, like i was already a pro at this point he's like mm-hmm. you're really doing really good in the amateur he's like but there's these pro guys they're just like there's different there's just more like violence and intensity in their hearts and he's like you're just not gonna be able to hang with these guys so i'm glad you're just like staying at the amateurs and i was like a five and oh pro <laughs> I was there's not more amateur. violence and intensity in their hearts and i was just like oh Boom. No, I'm like, um, I think I'll be fine. You know, like, <laughs> I think that's all. I think that's all. Like, you're making, like, he, you're bringing yeah. it into some insecurities into me. Yeah. I remember, and then, like, three months later, when my fight contender series, yeah. I'm like, 
And hopefully I got some violence and animosity and intensity in my heart, or I'm gonna get killed by these guys. And I'm not killed yet. What did he say? What is he saying now, though? Now it's cool. Yeah. Now it's now it's like, how much money are you making? Now, like, all my family, they all they yeah. all do very well. Like they all went to school, they did things they're supposed to do. But now it's like, ah, oh, but you don't make that much money, do you? you know? It's always on the negatives. Yeah. But eventually, I'm gonna have everything paid off. It's to be like, oh. My nephew, my my grandson, my this, like it's so cool. He's in the UFC. He has everything in his life together. Everything's not together yet, but it will be. And I look forward to being accepted in every single aspect of my life of my family. Yes, <laughs> yes, man. Just like martial arts, constantly striving for perfection but never achieving it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you said you're not gonna hang with these guys. You don't have any violence in your heart. <laughs> I don't need violence in my heart. I could kill them and then cry. Yeah, it's not in my heart, but like, yeah. it's, there's a dog in me, a little, little, little dog in my, my heart, you know? Yeah, go watch that last fight, see if Jordan doesn't have any violence in him. Yo, yo, he, yeah. I, I'm pretty Come sure on, he no. said, I'm so sorry, but I'm pretty sure he said profanity on television. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I, I never cuss, but oh! I, I said the F word. <laughs> And I was embarrassed. Hey, you were hyped, man. That's how it is. When I've never that... been so aggro in my entire life. <laughs> you know, like, I watched the video. I had like a vein in my forehead, a vein in my... I'm looking vascular as hell. I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. And I'm freaking out. And, then, I, and the walk yo, to you were just like... You do. Dude, I was like, who is this man? You just I like some it. melanin in your corner. Dude. Right. That's what I'm telling you, myself. man. I was about to say, I'm happy I could help. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean he's built like dude, Michael Chandler, the, so it's dude, fine. The hood, <laughs> the hood claimed me after this fight. No one's saying, he's not really black. He's light-skinned. No, 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 no. I can drop the N-words now, and they're not going to cancel me. You know? Like, they finally claimed me. You I know? thought you were going to do that on this podcast. I said once. No, I thought you were just going to sit down. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie, Jordan. When you when you stomped that dude, and you walked off, and you're like, yeah, fuck yeah. I was like, who is this? I was like, I like this man. I was like, oh, yeah, Jordan. That's what I'm talking about. Listen I was to watching Chicago it on my phone. like once. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what all my, my both my sisters said. As soon as I called them after the fight, like, you cuss. Like, <laughs> my sisters are way more, like, yeah. normal than me. Like, less proper, you yeah. know. I'm all, how do you do? And all yeah. that and stuff. But they're like, you cuss on international television. And I'm like, yeah, I did. I did. It'd be but fair. it's okay. What would they say? <laughs> no, they, thought, they just thought like like that's like I got so hyped when I heard you cuss. You never do that. <laughs> that's how I knew you were feeling it. You that's know, never real, it was an unfiltered moment for me. For real, so. that's amazing. When you're feeling it like that too, it's like the greatest thing ever too. Because people don't understand, especially when people count you out, and you have changes in your life. And you come back and you just fucking put your feet in their mouth and you, oh man and you're like yeah Hold count on. me out now. Well, not to mention the insane <laughs> not, not to mention the insane risk that he took putting us in his corner like right. that. Like because I mean that was to save his job and like at that moment he knew he's like everything just went well. And I, I was telling mm -hmm. the entire time too in the camp I was like okay so this is how much you make to show this is what you're gonna make to win this is what your venom contract is plus you're gonna get a 50k <clears> bonus <throat> for this fight. So you're going to make X amount of money, and then you're going to get a new contract. Mm -hmm. I was telling him that multiple times through the camp, and he's probably, he would be like, yeah, for sure, but I, I guarantee you in his head, he's like, there's, there's, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, 0-1 <laughs> like, pro, shut up, right? And then it happened. Yeah. we, we Just it, like that. It happened, right? You got a couple of pros who, like, have access to, like, sports psychologists and stuff. Yeah. I mean, he could read. I, I, <laughs> so, I, I too have so, read books. Yes, yeah, so like, we were we were freaking on like wiki how like how to make fight camp, <laughs> and it worked out perfect. Like you don't need all these like fancy like you don't need a bunch of credentials in the corner. Right. Usually, 
Ego, man. Credentials you, brings ego. Yeah, you usually just need like some love in your corner. You need, For real. You need people that care about you, people yes. that know what you want to do. Yes. And that's more important than technical expertise because like we're in the moment. Yeah. You can't say like, okay, I want you to like dip to your left and do this one and to do the hit him with like the you know hit insert code name. It doesn't work. Oh, it, that's what I just said earlier. It doesn't work when you yeah. got that chemistry in the corner that you can just look at them and do the like you know do the nod and they know what the nod means and you're good that's all you need you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. that's all you need like when you trust the people in your corner and like so when people you don't trust like oh believe in yourself you can do this like you, oh, you, you have to convince yourself yeah but when people you trust and you love yeah. say like something you could like they're like jordan you don't need to get this takedown Throw your hands. You could hurt them. And I'm like, you're right. I can. Yeah. I trust you. I can do this. It's for real. No, it's 100% because when people are behind you, like, saying stuff like, you're awesome. You're great. You're great. You got this. You got this. You're great. You know, and they're, they're saying stuff behind you, and you're kind of like, ah, I don't really believe you, though. But I'm going to do what I do regardless. But when you have people behind you saying all the right things where they're not forcing certain things to make you believe in yourself, that is what I love. You know, when people are telling you what is what is real. Like, hey, man, like. Win, lose, or draw, I love you. I just want you to go out there and do the best that you can do. And that, for me, is the most important thing. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, we want to win. But I think it's also very important to know that if you lose, your corner has still got your back and nothing is going to change. And that, for me, is it's so huge. Mm -hmm. It's so huge because um, <clears throat> certain things get put on these, these pedestals that amp up our anxiety. You know what I'm saying? When, like when you've had to fight Patty Pimblett in London, the amount of pressure that you had to face fighting Patty was probably immense. You know what I'm saying? And he smacked a guy. <laughs> yeah. He smacked a guy in the crowd. I forgot on the way about out. that. I did. I, I did. Oh, I don't mean to incriminate you, but it's still funny. Uh, <laughs> forgot about that. Tell us about that. You smacked somebody in the so crowd. So after uh, emotional high, you know, I'm feeling vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And then I, I guess he after, bagged, the fight? after the fight, okay. I'm walking. Everyone's cutting. Nah, that's yeah. right. I get you know yeah. all this stuff. They're cussing at you. And I'm all like laughing. Oh yeah, you know, still playing like the, the yeah. lovable heel. And like I shake hands with this one guy, and he pulls me. He pulls me up, and I was like, switch nigga yeah. moment. You know, <laughs> and like he pulled me. He's cussing my face, and I just slap him. Okay, and he kind of freezes for a second. He doesn't let go. But then Chris, hi. You know, Stops behind me Yo. and everyone freaking leaves like that yeah. whole little balcony. Yeah. Everyone's dipped. That's what you call black up England. And then they, <laughs> and they weren't cussing me out anymore. Like, but so yeah, like I had like mm -hmm. I had a very human moment where he's cussing my face. I'm like, I'm gonna smack this guy. Yeah. I'm gonna smack this. Like he's drunk at like 9:30 p.m. I'm Jordan. That was the deepened, rooted black inside of you that came yes. out. Yes. To protect me. Yes. Yeah. So, like, multiple personalities, like multiple race theory. <laughs> the black comes out to protect me. Yeah. You're, like a, you're like a racial armadillo. Like, you, had a, <laughs> you had it's a nigga ah, Black. Just, I got a crawl to a ball. And, and, when, and when you came to help me, that's nigga synthesis. <laughs> that's some nigganometry. <laughs> We're definitely getting canceled for this. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't, no, you'll be fine. I didn't see we, we got a Jewish guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got a, yeah, What's up with Chase, man? What's up with Chase Bank? Chase Bank? It's not that Jewish. Look at these ears. Look at these ears. Oh, okay. I, I'm not Jack yeah. Jewish, for All sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, why didn't give me any, any funds back, man? <laughs> why, is, why is my rate so bad? <laughs> can, can you fix my credit? <laughs> can I? Oh man, yeah, we, we definitely getting canceled here. Oh yeah, absolutely. I love it. I love it, man. This this is why I love having this podcast, you know, because I love giving the stage platform 
to everyone that needs to have a voice but don't get a chance to get their voice out in the public. And that's what I want to do more. Like I have people like you, uh, Chris Curtis, who has such a great personality, but he doesn't get a chance to, you know, to shine sometimes because he was not in the light for a long time. But now he's like, you know, he brought, man, he beats Kevin Gastelum. He's going to be living in the light. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. taken um, so long for him to get to where he needs to get to. But the point I'm trying to make is having this stage, bringing people like him and you guys on here is what this is about. You know what I'm saying? It's what Wagwan is, is about. And I want to continue doing this and bringing more people on that I think have incredible personalities and don't get a stage. And I'm going to keep doing this. And if you hate it, I don't give a shit. If you love it, keep supporting and keep coming on. And I appreciate you guys coming on today for the episode. We're going to wrap it up. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, the Monkey King, Jordan Levitt. Can I, can I give a shout out real fast? Go ahead, man. Um, <clears throat> I don't have a whole lot of sponsors in this game. Mm -hmm. But when I did get sponsors... I rock with True North Family Farms. <laughs> no, but shout out to True North Family Farms. Um, they're a black-owned um, cannabis company um, based out of Northern California. Shout out to them. So, um, they, they, they were like, hey, you're black and an athlete. We like you. <laughs> so anytime, anytime I can give them a shout out, um, I love to do that. That's and, awesome, man. And my family. And love my it. Canadian family. Love it. That. Jordan, uh, Chris, uh, Jordan, Brandon, do you guys have any... Um, any sponsors or anything you want to plug before I end this show? Brought to you by Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm freaking drinking three of these damn sodas. Well. <laughs> but no, okay. no sponsors yet. You know, I just do it for the memes. <laughs> the glory and the followers. And all citizens of the Monkey Kingdom. Say blessed. All right, yeah, man. So just, I, I, just real quick, I just want to make sure that I... I uh, you know, th this whole experience of Courtney Jordan for the first time was great. But, you know, it's really gratifying to me to know that... His family is taken care of, that his daughter doesn't have to go without, that now he can pay for his home that he bought, and he has a car free and clear, a brand new one, and he's got a brand new contract, and he's on the up and up. You know, the world's finally going to get to experience how good Jordan Levitt is, and he's finally realizing it himself, too. So that, for me, has been the most gratifying part. Um, you know, I sort of accepted at this point in my career that, like, my fight career mm -hmm. uh, doesn't mean much. I'm old. You mm -hmm. know, I'm having fun. I'm seeing mm -hmm. where I can go with it. Mm -hmm. But the fact that I can bring these two up for now and show them what they're capable of. Obviously, we've already done Jordan. I can't wait for Chris to do the same. Um, you know, we're going to keep the momentum rolling. I fight in three weeks uh, in Let's Montana. Go. Yeah. Make 155 somehow and go up there and beat up a dude and take these guys with me and keep the momentum rolling. So, yeah, April 29th, Butte, Montana. Stay Yo, I, I heard the Montana cherries were really good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so, so much for tuning in for another great episode of Wagwan Podcast. If you don't know, once again, Wagwan means what's going on. So tune in for another episode next week. Love you guys. My name is Ode Osborne, the Jamaican sensation, UFC flyweight. And this is the Wagwan Podcast. Out. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.